You are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. So tell me about, because uh, you saw the first John Wick. Yes. Okay, so tell me about the first John Wick. Okay, so I remember a couple episodes back, you had mentioned, uh, you and I were talking about movies, actually. And you mentioned that John Wick was probably, so far, uh, the best, I guess, latest martial arts movie or martial arts esque type of movie you've seen and you actually saw the second one you never I did saw not the, first see the first one, one right? right i saw the second one um so i was like all right well now i gotta go on this john wick hunt so best buy had it for 10 bucks um so i was like all right why not and my mind was blown um uh, define I, that define okay why. so why i blown? i knew nothing about this movie besides keanu reeves kicks ass that's all I knew. That's that's right. what I was getting myself into. Um, pretty much from there, uh, I, dude, I, like the first ten minutes, I had so much. I have so much more respect for the guy, and I loved Keanu Reeves already. But like, I was very surprised as far as stunts go in techniques that were used, how much he actually was involved with. Um, and not even just the physical aspect. Like, he did a lot of his own car stunts, too. Yeah. Um, it, it was just mind-blowing. And I have to say, like, now I'm really pumped and looking forward to seeing the second one. And I already did some research. The third one's coming out, I think, in 2019. Next year? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. And I forget who's who else is supposed to be in it. Um, but yeah, so I think this is now my new favorite action movie. Yeah? Yeah. Great recommendation. Yes. Uh, sure. I, I think uh, Chet made a very good point. Big props to Chet uh, from the last episode, who talked about how John Wick 2 is a little bit more gun-based. Okay. And John Wick 1, even though I haven't seen it, I trust Chet on almost everything martial arts. Um, the fact that it was more hand-to-hand based... Uh, means I have to see it. I just mm. I just have to see it. Um, so I did not see UFC Fight Night Singapore. So for those listening, what we're gonna do is we're actually going to watch the fights right now. We have a means of watching some of the fights, so we're not gonna bore you with like a four hour episode here with us just watching the fight, uh, the whole fight card. But we're going to watch the like three main fights. Yeah. Um, starting with Jesse Rose Clark and Jessica I. So we'll start with this fight and we'll kind of just, we're not going to be any, we're not going to get like too super tactical, but you're going to kind of experience how this podcast started, right? Because you and I always did this at the bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sorry if it gets super sloppy or informal. It's kind of just how we get when we watch fights together. But uh, before we do that though, um, if you if you listen to the comedy podcast I do, Enough about you. I want to say uh, sorry it's taking so long to get the episodes up. We're right, right now, we're having problems with the Enough About You podcast because we have some audio issues that we're working on. But we're chugging along here. Now, moving on to the Fight Night Singapore. I was actually thinking about doing a piece about Jesse Rose Clark. So I'm a okay. big fan of Jesse Rose Clark, mainly because... I saw her fight. I forget which fight it was. I think it was when she was in Japan, and it was awesome. She clearly loves fighting. She's 
versatile. She's she's a very good striker. And I was like, oh, this girl's pretty badass. And I looked into her and I followed her on Twitter and social media. And she actually, what was really cool was she was interacting with me. So yes. I, I was tweeting her. She was favoring stuff. She was responding to me. So mm-hmm. I'm instantly a fan now and I'm rooting for her. And then with the Paige Van Zandt fight with between uh, Jesse and, and Paige, I kind of figured Jesse was the bigger girl. She had better footwork. She had... She went through a lot that week. I guess that fight week, her house was broken into. They killed her cat. They oh, just, shit. Yeah, it was a rough week. But she still came out on top. So going into this fight against uh, uh, Jessica I, I was pretty... I mean, I'm very biased. I was pretty set that Jesse was going to win. I was like, Jessica has better footwork. I think she has crisper punches. I've been seeing her training videos. I think she has a little bit more tricks up the sleeve now. Mm-hmm. She's not hindered it by any kind of personal life issues between the house or anything like that. She's been working out at the UFC Performance Institute. She should she should be on top of her game. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, oh shit, she lost. Yeah. So I, I was afraid she got knocked out, but I think she lost by decision. Um, it was by decision. It's a three round fight, so we're gonna get straight into it right here. And I'm I'm unfamiliar actually with both fighters. So both this fighters. is yeah, this will be uh, an interesting experience for me. Mm. I feel like, I personally feel like Jessica I, you know what, let's just call Jessica I, we'll call her I, and we'll call Jess. Clark. Jessica Clark, uh, just Jesse. Okay. Jesse and I. So, I to me is more of a, like a pugilist where she wants to get into dirty boxing and just swing and hit you with bombs. Mm -hmm. Not like Paige Van Zandt brawl and like, and smother style, but a little bit more of like just faint and then just like wail just let it go just let it go so we're gonna come right into this at the first uh the first round we're going through the introductions right now um yeah so i missed this fight i missed this whole fight card because i thought it was on saturday i've been very busy one of my friends came down to surprise me uh one of my best friends up from montreal threw me for a loop totally forgot it was on friday night woke up on saturday and i was like oh shit i totally missed the fight um but yeah uh the vegas odds for this fight is putting uh jesse at 165 as a favorite so i'm glad i'm not alone in my decision making not that vegas makes the best calls on these fights based off of the fighters um question for you yeah because again i'm unfamiliar with both what are their strengths as far as uh their fighting backgrounds go oh uh i think jesse is a boxer and i think jessica or I I think she's a wrestler. Okay. A wrestler boxer as well, I'm pretty sure. Okay. To be honest, uh, I think I has been out of action for a long time. I think it was an injury or something, but I know she's been inactive for a good amount of time. I, I don't think by her personal choice. All right, here we go. They're swinging. See, so they good love striking. Right so they're, yeah. both, they're both stepping right into the middle. Now, you can already see how, how Jesse keeps doing the shoulder roll, right? She keeps yep. trying to feint. And move in, and you see, I doesn't really do that. Eye's kind of just like sitting, stand like right there, standing tall. I'm not moving much. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. See what I'm saying? Um, a cool thing that I saw in the training videos that I was really happy about that I was talking about with uh, Jesse was her kicks because I she's not. Ooh, that was a that was a sharp right that clipped Jesse. Um. She was doing some really cool kicks. She was doing like spinning heel kicks and shit like that. And thought I saw some axe kicks, things that I, I wouldn't expect from her. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if she was able to pull any of it off. 
So here's the thing. Uh, Jessie is, is, a, is a stocky girl, and I is a little bit taller. So I feel like the problem is that Jessie has to try to step in to get her shots off. Okay. And that's why I is kind of just willing to stand there because she can throw that jab and get her head back out. See how each time they engage, yeah. Jesse has to step in. Yep. And I doesn't really have to step out. Even when she steps out to, or she she tries to counter, it's usually a upper body movement. She doesn't have to fully disengage with her feet. And again, this is going back to what we were talking about like two episodes ago when I was like, oh, I'm obsessed with footwork. Oh man, I'm all about this. I'm all like, I'm all interested in how the on how the stances work and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're off by ten degrees, and you're screwed. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it has to be perfect. Yeah, now I feel like the hardest thing about fighting somebody who's who's got longer reach is that you have to commit. You have to somehow close that distance. Now, when you're a grappler or a wrestler, that's, you know, that's the whole compass of the action, right? So that's of the engagement. It's like I'm moving in to shoot in for a takedown. I'm right. moving in to try to initiate the clinch. I'm moving in to grapple. I'm moving in to basically cut that range and nullify the striking. But when you're a striker, which is what Jesse is, and you're going against a striker... Like, I, I mean, I feel like that's just, that's not an easy, sorry about that. That's not a, an easy process to try to go through when it's like, all right, so she has the reach. She has the jab that can stifle me coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, at each, okay, so, so Jesse tried to level change there. Didn't work. Um, I feel like it's, it's, and I'm just speaking from my personal experience. I think it's intimidating. I mean, I. Jesse's a professional. I's a professional. They're at the top of, they're at the top of this industry right now. So I mean, I'm sure they don't feel as the, feel as the same way as I do when it comes to like, oh no, I got to face somebody who's who's taller or longer than me. Ah, see, there we go. We got a stepping roundhouse there yeah. from Jesse, which is nice. Yeah. There ah, see, go. there it is again. There it is again. Uh, what was it? It was a. Uh, Jab cross followed up with a uh, roundhouse off the cross. Yep. And I think I think Jesse has to do that to kind of nullify this distance. Because... I have to say she's pulling off some good combos. Oh no, Jesse! I love watching Jesse strike. It it looks so fluid. She has such a good rhythm. Like see how she's throwing that cross. Yeah. Just to intercept, not even fully committing to it, but just in case I came in, it's right there. Um. Yeah. See, I look stiff. Not, I'm not taking anything away from her, but she doesn't have that fluidity, that rhythm that it looks like uh, Jesse has, you know? See that? Yeah, ooh, good overhand. She did a stepping overhand right. She's planting. She's jabbing to find ooh, distance. there you go. Yeah. Now, the one thing is that this is a three-round fight. I kind of would like to have seen a five-round fight to see if uh, when they got fatigued, how that would change. That's a nice body shot by eye. This is a, yeah, there you go. That was a lazy front kick, but, but you see what I mean? How she, she wants to be the pugilist. So I throws the jab, finds the distance, and then she wants to let go that cross, that power, that power hit. Yep. She doesn't try to set up a combo to land the body shot. She doesn't try to set up for the kick. She kind of kicks to gauge distance, kicks to maybe keep you away like that. Like, okay, you're there jab yep you're right there in that distance another Oof. combo combo okay. 10 seconds left in the first round yeah yep they're going for it yeah Ooh. 
But you see, look at that. The, the way I stepped after that kick, she was shuffling over to the to the left. Yep. It's because she wanted to throw this power right. You know, she wanted to throw this this huge shot here. <sighs> Man. I was kind of bummed when I found out that Jesse lost. Again, I'm very biased. But, um... I thought she had what it takes. I mean, she does. I totally think she does. She looks like she's in great shape. So, for those listening, sorry if you're going to get these boring periods of silence, but we can't play the audio for copyright reasons. Yeah. So, you're hearing silence, and don't worry, we're hearing silence, too. <laughs> All right, let's see the slow motion. The jab by eye, jab by eye, jab. Oh, good blitz there by uh, Jesse. The power cross. By I. So here's the thing, and tell me, tell me your opinion. Okay. So clearly, clearly, I wants to set up these power shots, wants to throw the cross in the overhand. When you are a striker, when you're Jesse right now, Jesse's not a wrestler. Now it's MMA, so I'm sure she knows she knows some wrestling. But if I'm in her corner, I would be saying, look, she wants to set up that power cross. She wants to set up an overhand. When she throws the jab or double jab, I want you to shoot in and take a double. Close that distance on the jab. Don't wait for that cross. Just the second that jab comes out from her, she's not she's not moving. She's planting her feet down. You're going to hit her in spot. Like, she's not going to go anywhere. I would say go for that. Now, here's the thing. That's great to say in the, in the, in the you know, the chair at home right now. But at the same time, that's not her instinct. Right. So would you say that as a coach? Or would you say, like, look, I know you love striking. I know that's your background. I know you're good at it. Let's try to, you know, let's stick and roll. Let's try to circle out on the punches. Let's try to cut her at the corner. You're saying throws. this is from I's perspective or no, Jesse's? Jesse's corner. Okay. If you're in Jesse's corner. Okay. Um, oh, Ooh, there you good go. Overhand. Good um, overhand by Jesse. Oh, man. Right? Because, I mean, yes, she can wrestle, but it's not her instinct, you know? Nor is it probably, like, her favorite thing to do, because clearly she's she's a very talented striker. So, that's a, that's one of the things that I find is very difficult. Ooh, that was a great level change by Jesse. Um, sorry, what was I saying? That I feel like that's the hard part when it comes to this, when it comes to MMA. It's kind of like, it's kind of like if you have a grappler. And it's like, look, you, you can't go. Oh, in. she slipped. She slipped on that stepping roundhouse. Here we go. Now we got some grappling. I wants to drag her down. She's dragging her down. Oh, good move. Good, smart move by I to try to hook the leg. Jesse finds the cage. I's trying to throw knees. Nice. Nice way to get up. That is part one. But yeah, going back to my point. It's like, she's not a wrestler. But here we are telling her to wrestle. Right? Like, would you be looking at it from the overall perspective, or would you look at it from the strength of your fighter? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean that that's tough. Like especially like what you were saying, it's it's one thing for us observers, but when you're in the heat of the moment, your instinct takes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but see, look, just look how much lighter Jesse is on her feet. 
And you see the stuttering steps I does when she when she throws and she comes out. Yep. Like I said, she plants herself down and she just wants to throw bombs. I want to land a bomb. I want to land a bomb. Again, see, like she throws the kick as a measure. Where are you at? Okay, you're right outside jab. You're right outside my jabbing range. Because it's not a powerful enough deterrent to really keep somebody away. Now here's the thing that uh, that ooh, ooh now she's thrown now she because now she's in the wheelhouse now she's thrown this is a good fight this is fun ooh see that was a see that's that's how you know she has such good striking Jesse did like a, I think a right hook to the body and then a left hook to up top to the head yeah and that was a great rip and then she stepped out to the left after the hook and circled out like I followed her but that was that was a nice combo. That's thing that sucks. Jesse's range versus uh, somebody taller like I. Ooh, nice stepping overhand. Ooh, stepped in on the kick. Not yeah. bad. Probably ate the knee, but nullified the shin. Jesse's got good head movement, man. She's got good head movement. Yeah, so, down to a minute left. I have to say, I, 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 I need to see what happens in the third round. So, I mean, I we already know who won, but right. So, I'd like to know what the scores were for this, or what went down in that last round. Well, we're about to see. Yeah. Now, if I'm, if I, if I, okay, so I'll, I'll play from both perspectives. I'll stop playing Homer to Jesse because I'm, I'm such a fan. If I was Jesse's corner, I would say, look, we need to start throwing more leg kicks. We need to start taking away. She, she wants to plan herself there. She doesn't want to move. Punish her for it. That leg's there. I know she throws the hands. If she throws the hand, go low. Go for that takedown. Like I said, go for a double. Take her down. Or if she's going to keep standing there and trying to plant and wait to throw that bomb, I want you to just kick that leg. The second instant range, chop the outside. Ten seconds left. Round two. Yeah. I would say don't chop, Don't go for the inside leg. Just go for the outside leg. Punish that. There you go. Punish that. Uh, Overhand. That hand. Knee to the body. Ooh. By Jesse. Nice. So that's what, that's what I would tell Jesse. And if I was eyes, corner, I would say, look, you're doing great. I want to see more active jabs because she's going to keep trying to come in. She's going to keep trying coming coming straight in. She's not circling around you on these punches. I want you to jab, 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 jab. Start jabbing more frequently. I want you to disrupt every time she comes into your space. Keep her out of your, keep her out of your space. Yeah, that was a good overhand. Like right there, I fakes the left and tries to come up with a right uppercut. Doesn't land. That was a great good. left kick. Yep. Great left roundhouse by I. Great right overhand by uh, by Jesse. That's what I would say to both of them. I would say I want to see more jabs. I want you to I want you to hit her more, disrupt her more, and then once you see her disrupted, line up that power. Because right now you're just trying to wail on the, with that power shot, thinking you have the range. Right. That's what I would say. What would you say? I don't even know, man. I would also say, hey, hey Jesse, if you want to keep playing the striking game, you got to circle out. You got to keep circling out. She's going to keep coming down the middle on you and keep trying to throw kicks. Either cut off the kick or circle out on your, on your combos. 
Either step outside first or she's step get, outside she, after. She's getting lighter on her feet now in this round. Who, I? Uh, I is, yeah. She's yeah. bouncing around a bit. Well, she knows it's the last round. And I think it's one and one at this point. So I think they probably told her, hey, you got to win this. You got to go. You got to go. But see, look at look at I's left leg. Look how look how far out it is in her stance. Right. I feel like I would be, like I said, I would I, if Jesse could do it, I would say I want to start seeing more leg kicks. Take out the legs. Who was it that uh, got? I want to say uh, his knee got torn up, and now he's trying to There's get the UFC to um, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Darren Till. Yes, the side kick to the knee to be banned because it's a intent to injure uh, maneuver. See, that was an inside kick that yeah. got her inside. Like more leg kicks, more leg kicks, more head movement, escaping out. Don't just go back in a the line. There you go. See, more jabs, more jabs. See, she's being more active with the jab. It's lining up her right hand, jabbing. She's stepping in and jabbing. See, the thing with striking is that you have the ability to throw more and more the more you notice that your opponent's not trying to threaten you with anything else. Oh, you're not going to kick my legs? Oh, you're not going to go for a takedown? Oh, you don't want to close the distance and go for a clinch? You want to just play the striking game? Cool, I can start getting looser. I can start opening up more. I can start doing... More wild shots, more circle shots. I can start doing more. Yeah, there was what, like one sub, uh, submission attempt? Submission? No, nah, not. Or uh, takedown. takedown. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, takedown. Yeah. See, now that eyes, now that I has it figured out that Jesse throws the combo stepping in. Ooh. That was a great. That was point. a great left by Jesse. But I, I would be like, yo, you gotta, you gotta punish her for those, for those habits. See, now I's beginning to throw the leg more because she knows that Jesse's trying to blitz. Catch her as she comes in with a knee or something. So after this fight, Jesse posted an Instagram uh, post and she said that like at the end, like in the first round, I caught her with a shot and she was like fucking wow. She's like saw stars. So I'm assuming right now that Jesse's fighting this whole fight with, you know, with birds circling around her head. And Good that knee. just makes it more impressive to me. There we go. One distance close. Clinch. Knee to the body by Jesse. But they both disengage. Yep. It's kind of like, all right, we want to we wanna throw. Also, why waste the energy trying to take somebody down if you don't get it? That's something I'm trying to work on. It's something that I realized I, I need to do a better job at, which is knowing when to bail on a move that's not working. It's like I'm struggling for Nikio and I'm not getting it. I need to switch to something else. I'm not. I'm not getting that arm in a in a in an arm bar. It's like I need to roll out of that. I need to switch over to like, um, just anything else. I you know what I mean? Like like it's. Oh, here we go. Take yeah, Je- for those of you who don't know, Jesse's on her back right now. Good hold. But she's moving into side control. She's trying to get into kind of yeah. She got locked down on that right leg. We've been doing a lot more drills with uh, this stuff. Oh okay. Specifically, getting out of a bad position. So like Sensei, both Sensei Neely and Fusco have been starting us out on the ground with somebody on top, and it's just like cool, get out of this position. Is it still you and your buddy? Yeah. Yeah. It's about to be me again. He's got a, he's going back to school full time. Oh crap. Hey man. 
We got a spot for you. Yeah. It's close to you. Hopefully, if uh, things turn out better with my current career financially, I'd love to go come back. I miss it. Come back, man. Actually, at some point, I, I, I would like you to show me um, the Cotas again. Yeah? Yeah, just like a refresher. So here's something that I... Oh, shit. Clark's uh, eyes got full side. Now they're going north-south. I keep circling. Moving over. She's got to do something. Almost a half guard, kind of. No. No. No, she's inside. She's in full side. Okay. Dropping bows. Oh, nice cut. Ooh. Way to go, Jesse. Some hard elbows to the side of the head. That was a good fight. That was a fucking oh my fun God. fight. That was fun. Holy shit. Well, I could see where she won it. Because honestly... The, At the end. That third the round first, won it. Yeah. Yeah. First two and a half rounds. <sighs> yeah. We don't need to see the hand raise. We, yeah, know, no. we, know, we know who won. Okay, so... <sighs> so, I by decision. Yeah. Which that seeing, was great. Seeing the fight now, though, that end of the third when she had top position and then she's moving into side mount, she goes north south, moves to the other side, she's dropping elbows the whole time. Like it makes sense, but ah, it sucks. Jesse, I'm rooting for you. If you ever listen to this, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> All right, so that was that fight. Um, let's see here. Yeah, no, that was that's a hard fight, man. Like you got Jesse's good, but you went. I think I think it's it's the case with a lot of fights, uh, male or female. Weight like no matter what weight class, if somebody is bigger than you and they have the uh, the the reach advantage, that's a huge factor. Yes, that's a huge factor. Um, like even Stipe Miocic versus uh, Francis Ngannou. Like when you had that fight, I'm pretty sure Francis Ngannou had the reach advantage, on top of the knockout power. But Stipe was able to close the distance. He grappled. He went for takedowns, wrestled in the clinch against the cage, took him down, dragged him out, made him carry his weight. He did the, what we were saying you should be doing when you're facing somebody with reach. It's just like you got to nullify the reach entirely. You got to tire them out so they can't throw. But yeah. Right. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, let's move on, man. Let's move on. Let's fucking keep this ball. Fucking keep this ball rolling. Ovin St. Pru versus Tyson Pedro. If I'm not mistaken, that's not going to be a long fight. Not that that's a bad thing. No, it's not. All right, so here we go. Ovin St. Pru versus Tyson Pedro. OSP is 35. Tyson Pedro is 26. That's a... That's a Pretty sizable difference. Yeah. What the hell is this trailer? Oh, purge. Witness the really? first purge. The first purge. Is that related to the other purge movies? Yep. I've only seen the first one. Okay. All right, let's. Here we go. Tyson Pedro versus wow. Ovin St. Pru. Okie dokie. Only difference, pretty much, is age. 
age. Yeah, one inch reach advantage to OSP, 0.5 half an inch height advantage to OSP. That's not really a height advantage, but yeah, that's the only real difference. Okay, moving on. Let's uh, let's get right to it, huh? Okay. All right, here we go. Starting out. Ooh. So OSP is ooh. Uh, OSP is known actually for his submission game. Okay. Uh, he's actually gotten a lot of submission finishes, even though he ooh throws really hard. These guys are loving the roundhouses right now. You know, I know he's been in the game for a while, but I've actually never seen a fight of his. OSP. Yeah, I've heard of him. He fought I just uh, never. Uh, he fought John Jones. That was kind of like peak of his popularity. OSP was a former football player. Okay. And then he got into fighting. Ooh, roundhouse to the head. Ooh. Wow. Ooh, OSP just got dazed by a hard right by Pedro. Went for a takedown. OSP recovered. Pedro's going for a standing guillotine. OSP is awake and he's fighting it. He's got a leg wrap on the outside. Pressed. Ooh. He and elbows against the cage. Wow. Yo, Pedro's going for it. Ooh. OSP's got a right underhook. Pedro's trying to drive him to the outside. So here's the thing I, I, I've i noticed. It's mainly because I worked on it a lot on Friday um, in class. And that is uh, like judo throws. Wow. There you go. OSP just did one. But like a lot of guys won't switch directions to do a hip toss. Have you noticed that? Like, like a lot of people just want to go for a leg wrap, a trip, and they try to sweep that way in a clinch and just fall down with him. Oh yeah, or try to drop down yeah. to the double and try to pick up and dump. You really don't see a lot of like full on throws, like judo style throws. I don't know. It's because I don't know if it's because nobody trains it. I don't know if it's because it's too difficult to pull off. I mean, Ronda Rousey. Well, you're doing a pretty hard sweep though. Mo- Some most, of them, yeah, most of them. Yeah. Is that legal? Yeah, that's legal. Okay. Ooh, see, I don't like. Ugh, that scared me. Putting his arm out when he lands. Yes. <laughs> that. I mean, he's fine, but that's that's scary. So you break arms, man. Yeah, I heard about Wonder Boy. Ooh. Ooh, there you go. Oh, that was a Ooh, uh-oh. So Pedro just tried to do a tried to do a takedown. Not really a takedown. He tried to pick up and dump OSP, but he messed up. OSP got his weight down and was able to drive Pedro to the ground. And now OSP is transitioning over side control. Pedro's trying to keep a lockdown. Uh, OSP's got the arm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, tap, buddy. Tap. Yeah, tap. It's over. It's over. Well, that was quick. That was wow. Good. He's known for it. Again, very impressive on both of their parts. That was a fast and furious kick to the head. Yeah. Kick to the head. We're going to kick each other in the head. Wham. Wow. Right? Snap roundhouse. Ooh, another snap roundhouse by Pedro. We're watching. Ooh, yeah, that that stepping right dropped uh, OSP. So that's saying a guillotine failed. Good elbows. 
I want to see this dump attempt. So that's what happened. So when Pedro tried to do the tried to do a pickup and dump, OSP was able to get his hips out. And with your hips out, he has his base. And yeah. Oof. I would have tried to grab my leg or something, but granted you have a giant ass man Jesus. doing that too. Yeah. Good thing he tapped. Fuck that. Fuck that. Who said age matters, man? Right? Seriously. Moving on to the main event, Leon, Leon Edwards versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Booyah. I heard this one was brutal. Yeah? Like in a good way or a bad way? Uh, well, for bad for Cerrone. Uh, so here's the thing. Like I talked about this actually with one of my, uh, one of my coworkers at work about Cowboy Cerrone. Um, it was after the... What the... It was after the, uh, why is this at the third round? It was after the Darren Till fight when Cowboy Cerrone got lit up, got fucked up. Um, and he was like, what did you think about the fight? And I was like, to be honest, I think, I think Cowboy's in trouble in his career. I don't think he's like out. I don't think he's like, doesn't have it anymore. He, I think he clearly has it. I think the problem is, and this is the problem with a lot of older fighters. And I did a piece about this on my, um, takedowns to breakdowns wordpress.com site where i talked about uh showtime anthony pettis where there's this weird thing where they don't change at all like you there's a formula to beating anthony pettis so they just play it safe i don't or is it that they they don't i don't think it's playing it safe i think it's that just that they're hardwired that's their instinct and that's what they do but it's a detriment when you don't evolve and it's difficult to evolve okay uh i think that's why gsp is so successful i think that's why demetrius johnson is so successful i think that's why john jones is so successful i think that's why a lot of guys are a lot of those guys are successful and it's because they evolved they evolved a skill set they changed something they honed another tool when you look at somebody like Cowboy who loves to bully you in the octagon, his style is I'm going to I'm going to walk you down and I'm going to pace you down and I'm going to just start landing bombs. That's Cowboy's style. Cowboy has an has one of the most in my opinion vicious uh guard games. I think if he pulls guard, he he's so dangerous off his back. Mm. He has such a good jiu-jitsu game. But you rarely see it anymore. Because people know that. So what do they do? Oh, he likes to bully and he likes to try to pace you down. So what if you interrupt his pace and you go at him? Well, you see what happened with Darren Till and Cowboy Cerrone. He got fucked up. Yeah. He can't handle the onslaught. Kind of like how Showtime does. Showtime, Anthony Pettis likes this a similar style, in my opinion, where he wants to throw kicks, keep you at distance, wants to use his hand somewhat. Very similar, amazing jujitsu game, especially off his back. Amazing jujitsu game. You don't see that often anymore. And people learned. People learned to, uh, I think Clay Guida did it. I think it was Clay Guida. And it was just, if you blitz him, push him to the cage, he doesn't have a strong clinch game, doesn't have a strong wrestling game. You can just physically body him if you have the wrestling capability and you have the the clinch ability. Mm. And that's how you see them keep getting, keep losing. Like um, RDA beat the shit out of Anthony Pettis. It was it was heartbreaking to watch. for like I think it was a five-round fight. He got the shit beat out of him. Because RDA just walked into him, threw him back with punches. 
until Pettis's back was against the cage, and then RDA just wailed on him. The second Pettis tried to escape, he kicked him back into place, took him down, mounted, and just threw elbows mm-hmm. against the cage. And just the second Anthony tried to get up, he would clinch, knee him, throw him back down, and just ragdolled him. It was a, it was an ass whooping. I don't think Cowboy has lost it at all. I think Cowboy just needs to change. Cowboy. So here we go. So Leon Edwards and Cowboy Cerrone. First round. Cowboy's on the outside, throwing a kick. Ooh. 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 Ate a kick. Ate two kicks. Ate a kick and a knee. Um. But you see how, like, off the... Here we go. Here we go. I feel like off the bat... Ooh. Nice. 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 Those leg kicks, dude. Those those shits fucking hurt. I don't know how these guys take leg kicks at full speed and they're just, like, not making any noise or their face doesn't change at all. Conditioning. I I guess. Did you see the video of Chuck Liddell doing, like, a quarter-powered kick to somebody's leg? No. Oh, my God. I'm going to pull that up because it's fucking (laughs) hilarious. It is fucking hilarious. Cowboys clinched against the cage. Leon Edwards is trying to take him down. Actually, that's uh, I used to do a lot of shin training um, oh, with, for Taekwondo uh, and Karate. Actually, I have a, a, a mark on my leg from like years from ago. It. Yeah, brown spot right there. I used to just take a uh, a broomstick and just tap or it. anything and just just whack at it. Yeah, yeah. Not until I was like in pain, but until it started irritating a little bit, you know. And I would just do it every day. Do it to both legs. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hang on. All right. Here it is. Okay, here it is. Here we go. Ooh, spinning, spinning side, spinning oh, reverse sidekick by Donald Cerrone. All right, you is ready? That the guy from the Dude Sins? I have no idea. But you ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> well, he went from behind too. Oh yeah. Oh my oh, God. <laughs> Just waves and that waves was a muscle and that was like meat waves but that was like of like maybe almost half power yeah that Damn. wasn't even that bad compared to like a full powered kick Jesus. sorry we're totally ignoring this fight a lot of clinching so far in this first round uh, but to be fair also i mean he was also kicking someone with what i who i assumed has zero training yeah, yeah. so Ooh, cowboy's bleeding already right side above the eye so there's a lot of clinching. So Leon Edwards is throwing a lot of kicks. And because of that, I think Cowboy wants to nullify the kicking range. So he comes in. And then uh, they clinch and grapple. I think Cowboy went for a takedown. That failed. Yeah, Leon's Leon's doing really well. Shit. Ugh. Let's see. Leon's fucking loose, dropping his hands like that in the middle of the cage. <laughs> I do think Cowboy needs to take it easy. I think he needs to realize he's getting older. His brain has been taking a lot of impacts, and I think he should take half the fights. Yeah, he- for, for no, anybody that doesn't know, uh, these two also have a nine-year difference, Cerrone being the older one. Yeah, I mean... I feel like older fighters need to slow down their... I So, I know Cowboy has the reputation of anytime, anywhere, and he lives by that. But, like, dude, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself here, man. You gotta, like, slow it fucking down, man. 
Leon's real active with these kicks. Leon's looking real sharp. You would usually think... So here's the situation, like I was saying, with the with the bullying, right? Usually Cowboy gains the striking respect of his opponent, and then he's doing what usually what Leon is doing now, mm-hmm. where Leon's kind of setting up the strike, and he's like, all right, cool. Like, see how... Like, I can't believe Leon's dropping his hands like this. Um, where he feels in control, but you see he's making Cowboy initiate. He steps into striking range to fake it. Cowboy bites on that comes in and that's when Leon throws a kick or throws a, a flurry up top. See, so Cowboy blitzed. Leon let him come in. Judge the judge the distance, judge his movement. Leon's fucking fighting smart right now, man. You see I was waiting for Cowboy to come yeah. in, he keeps baiting him. He keeps stepping into range and just being like, come on, come on. Hands down. Being like, come on, my head's here. You know you want to hit it. Come here. Fucking A, dude. That was a bullshit round for Cowboy. Cowboy got fucked up. Shit. That does not look good for Cowboy. That round did not look good at all. He's a fan favorite for a reason, but oof, he ate. I that think I think shit. that was the hit. That was the or, or, or that no. could have been at the knee to the face. Yeah, knee to the face and the clinch against the cage. Leon fights for the underhook, fakes it, comes in with the oh, the elbow could have done it too. Comes in with the overhand elbow. That's a decent sized cut. You know, I have to say that was one thing that always amazed me. Um, and I, I first noticed it with the UFC was someone being capable of cutting somebody with a, what you would assume would be a blunt body part. Well, elbows are sharp because elbows, unless you go forward with an elbow, which is blunt. If you go downward, it's a cut because the motion of it is doing this. Okay. It's like scraping your elbow. Right. It's doing that versus pushing on your elbow. Which is more of like if you did a forward, a forward strike. This does not look good for Cowboy already. You can almost tell just by the footwork and the stance of Leon Edwards of how much more confident he is now that he's in the ring with him. The ring. The octagon with him. See, so he puts his hand out, judges. Yeah. Waits. Front. He's just snappy too. I mean, yeah, like the... Eight nine year difference in age helps with your with your fast twitch muscles here, but I mean, Cowboy just looks like he's being outmaneuvered. Which again goes back to my point of there's a lot of tape on these guys. Like you can study and see their fighting habits. It's it's not the hardest thing to do, especially if they don't reinvent themselves. You yeah. Know? Like if you don't reinvent yourself, shit like this is gonna happen. I'm sorry to say it's it's gonna happen. Um. Yeah, sorry. I I would have said to Cowboy in between rounds there, I would have been like, well, here's the thing. See, I would always be saying something that needs to change with the strategy, right? It's like close distance. But like 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 we were just saying with Jesse in, uh, in I about how you change 
you got to change the strategy. You got to change the game plan, like in the fight. I understand it's not a part of the fight. I understand it's not a part of um, their instinct. So mm-hmm. maybe that's not the stuff you say in a corner as a coach. <sighs> but right now, the the thing that sucks is that I don't see Cowboy doing better than. Oh, here we go. I don't see Cowboy doing better than Leon in anything. He's not beating him in the striking exchanges. He's not out. He's not outworking him in the clinch. He's not able to take him down. You know. I would say at that point, I would love to see a jujitsu game. I would be like, pull guard, man. Just see what he does. Mm-hmm. See if he bites. That's that's something that I've noticed inexperienced fighters will do. They jump on the opportunity as soon as possible. And some guys set up traps like that, and that's just like, oh, man, I'm dazed, I'm hurt, and they jump on you. You know, and, like, it was funny, but Conor McGregor did that in the Nate Diaz fight in the second one when he knocked – whenever Nate got flash knocked down, mm-hmm. Diaz would not really scramble to get up. He would be like, oh, come get me. And then Conor was just like, nope, I'm <laughs> – you choked me out the first fight. I'm not going on the ground. Oh, that thing opened. Oh, yeah, it fucking opened. Ooh. Shit. Yeah, that's a lot of blood, man. That's a lot. Hard elbows, hard knees. See how he's going back. Leon's pushing him back. Leon, I feel like, could turn on the pressure in some of these exchanges and really start clipping him. He's clipping him in bursts. But I feel like he can he can go in and keep, keep chasing him back into the cage. Because he's winning in the clinch. gonna suck I almost feel bad for Cowboy right now you know what I mean yeah you feeling it too well you know it's funny he he I don't he claims he this wasn't an excuse and that he he was still proud of his performance he claims he was sick I saw that I saw and that. I guess he was actually considering quote unquote calling out of work that day yeah type of thing but he's like no you know what that's not me i can't let me just go through i guess this guy woke up vomiting and god knows what else so again not saying that that's an excuse but it could certainly be a factor it could certainly be a factor but also you got a guy like leon edwards who's right now super super quick he's super confident in there He's landing all of his shots. He's judging distance well. He's got great feints. His kicks are fast, and they land like that. He threw a quick roundhouse left. Cowboy saw it, stepped in to try to hit him with a hook, but Cowboy wasn't fast enough and still ate a knee to the ribs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's hard, man. When you're, like, toe-to-toe in these exchanges and you're just getting edged out by, like, not, not a large margin, but you're getting edged out just enough where it's like, fuck, I, mean, I know I can't, I know I'm not keeping up with them. Yeah. Like, that's, that's going to be fucking discouraging. All right, what happened here? Oh, he kicked a little low. He did a front kick. Did the his, heel get him? Yeah. Okay. Because he hit him in the stomach and the lower the heel hit the top of the cup. I hate hearing coaches in corners um, when they're losing, when their fighter's not doing well. They say stuff like, all right, we just got to like, we just got to work hard out there. We got to pour it out there in the final round or like, 
come on, we gotta wake up, we gotta wake up, we gotta get at it, like, nothing tactical. Now, maybe it's just me, because I like, I like trying to be tactical, right? That's the whole point I write a blog, that's the whole point why I'm doing this, this podcast right now, I yeah. like doing, I like, I like talking about it, I like trying to break stuff down and dissecting it, but there's very, there's very few corners, or actually, no, I think there's a good amount of corners, that try to implement a change. Oh, in the I, I think he grabbed his glove. Did he? Let's rewind uh, sir, that. Yeah. Let's rewind that. So as he did the kick, I believe he held on to him. Let's see it. Let's see it. So it's in the clinch. Cowboy fights off the clinch. They circle out. Cowboy has the right hand, the right arm hooked under. Uh, I mean, I saw him holding the hand. I don't know if it was his glove or... I don't even know. I think that's why Edwards was pointing that out. Like, he just held on to that. Eh, it's possible he also was trying to go for the wrist. Like, um, I always loved hearing uh, Jackson mm-hmm. uh, talking in his corners, like from Jackson Winklejohn. Um, when he'd be like, all right, let's breathe. Let's relax. We have water. All right, we're good. Now, here's what we need to do going forward. The, like, you know what I mean? Like that. That's real. That's fucking great. That's fucking. I love hearing that in the corner. Yeah. GSP's fighting against Michael Bisping when uh, Freddie Roach was there. Faraz Zahabi, after I think the first or second round. Oh, yeah. He held the glove. Yeah. He held that time. glove. Yeah. But, um, like, Faraz was telling him, like, this is what we got to do going forward. We got to start making him guess this and this. And he was like, Freddie, go. And Freddie was like, hey, man, you got to throw the overhand left. You got to throw the left like this and step over. He keeps coming at you because Freddie's a fucking mastermind of boxing. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so every time Michael does this, you need to start doing this. He's going to tr- he's trying to circle out and hit you with this thing. And that's so fucking cool to hear, to hear the like the war generals. Yeah. You know, not talking. like that controversy with the female fighter. Where the coaches what? were like, oh, no, no, just keep going. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. 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 They're like, like, no, no, you got this. You got you, this last round. You just, you can sleep after. Like, that was the advice. You can yeah. sleep after She's this like, round. like, no, like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Like, no, like, no, no. You can sleep after this round. You can sleep after this round. It's like, no, that's not fighting advice. That's trying to keep somebody in it. Yeah. You know, uh, Brendan Schaub talks about it a lot when it's like you hear the coaches yelling in a fight. When, like, somebody's on the ground. I, they said this a lot with Anthony Rumble Johnson, where they were like, don't give up. Don't give up. It's like, A, that's that's horrible saying that, because that means your fighter gives up. <laughs> that means you've seen them give up a lot in practice. B, it means you're not telling them, you don't know what to tell them in that t- situation to get get in a better position. Yeah. It's not like, roll your hips over, push out right side, get your hand under on the left. Like, if you're not saying that, if you're just saying, like, don't give up, like, stay awake. Like, yeah. like, that's not advice. Come on. I get it. I get it when there's certain times when you end it, you, you tactically say, like, all right, we need to come out. We need to close the distance. I want to see more leg kicks. I want to see more outside leg kicks. Come inside, blitz. The second you see them try yeah. to throw uh, with the right side, I want you to go for that takedown. Yeah. All right? And then you say, let's all right, let's not give up yet, all right? We got we got a, two more rounds. This fight's in our hands. It's all about wake that up, verbal wake up, wake psychology. Up. Absolutely. Yeah. Wake up. We got to get this. Let's go after it. Come on. Turn it up. Turn it up. That's when you say that. You don't mm-hmm. say that throughout the entire thing where it's silence and you're just giving them water and then you're like, all right, so we got to keep going here. We got to keep trying. We got to give it 120% now. 
Not 110, okay? 110 isn't enough. We need 120. Yeah. So, sorry. I'm rambling. We're not talking about the fight that much because uh, it's kind of the same story as always. Uh, Leon Bates. Leon Edwards baits Cowboy in. Cowboy goes to throw. Leon escapes or Leon hits and then escapes. They're in the third round, by the way. Yeah. Cowboy, Cowboy tries to follow. Leon circles out, resets. Picks that Cowboy coming in. Gives him a gives him a like a a bait. Cowboy tries to come back in. Leon snaps an attack. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Uh, the most the most positive thing we're seeing for Cowboy right now is when Cowboy initiates the clinch, which we were talking about earlier t- tonight, right? Hey, you're getting fucked up in the striking. Close the distance. Get in the clinch. Wrestle. Let's see. Let's let close that gap. Close mm-hmm. that gap. Stop leaving that gap open. If you're gonna lose, in the, if you're gonna lose at distance, then fucking change the. You got to change where the fight's taking place. Nullify the distance. See, he keeps he's Tempted shooting in now. Yep. That was a sloppy slow takedown attempt, but it was the same thing where it was like, cool. He threw, shoot in. He threw, shoot in. He's throwing, step out, step in, or like head movement out, slip, and then step in on the slip. Let's close this distance because he's fucking you up. You know? But Leon's looking good, man. He does that fake front step. Comes in with that other... Oh, see, another, another attempt. But see, but here's the thing, and I was talking about this about Jesse. Can they wrestle? Yes, they can do a rudimentary level, or they can do a standard level of MMA wrestling. But that's not their instinct. That's why Cowboy doesn't fully commit to a, a double. He doesn't try to change angles on his, uh, when he gets just one leg. Yeah. You know? Like, he he's a veteran enough to know he needs to do that. He knows that he's a veteran enough to see it. He's taking advantage of it. Every time he's gone for that, he, you know, he's able to at least get to a clinch. But he, he can't do anything with it. Right. Because his instinct isn't to, like, drive through or to get to the back of the knees and pick up or drop to your knees and flip it, you know? Like, it's more like, okay, cool, that didn't work. Coming back to clinch and striking, that's what I do. That's that's how I look at it, at least. That's, that's, the, that's the feeling I have. <laughs> I think Cowboy's talking to him, because Leon just laughed and smiled <laughs> when they were, like, ear to ear, cheek to cheek in the clinch. That stepping roundhouse has a lot of power, but it's so slow. You always got to hide that. What I, the I, hell I, was that? A flying knee attempt? I think he tried to was fake. He, oh, okay. he tried to fake a flying knee. So Cowboy's nullifying the 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 losing battle in the striking range, but now he's also losing in the clinch and the takedown. So I mean. See, Leon's getting so confident. Look at him, hands down. I'm very glad I'm not a professional fighter. (laughs) You know what I mean? Gotta give props. I gotta give props to everybody that steps into the cage. Even CM Punk, even Mike Jackson, all these people. I think there's too many... MMA slash UFC fans that have an opinion without trying to understand what it's like to be in their shoes. Yeah. 
And it's just like, dude, you got to give them respect for what they do. Absolutely. I, I don't care if you hate the performance. I don't care if it looks like shit. You got to like, you don't have to praise them for their heart or whatever, but you, you can't just say like, you can't just try to tear these people down. Or just to understand like a fraction of what these guys go through. Yeah. Just take up martial arts. Yeah. There you go. And spar. And spar. Yeah. See how that feels. Using like half half your power. Yeah. 16 ounce pads. <clears throat> 16, uh, pads. 16 ounce gloves. Actually, I don't know if you on. heard. I don't know if, if they already um, started this organization yet. The or if they're in bare the knuckle. Works. Bare knuckle. Yeah, they did. They already had a. They already had so an it's event. already. They already had an event. Really? Yep. Is it just bare knuckle like boxing or is it MMA just without gloves? Pro- uh, protection? I, like what, what's the deal? I think it's uh, MMA, but it's pretty much stand up. I honestly didn't really look into it. I heard it and I was like, that's, that's absurd. Um, <laughs> I don't hate it. I just, it's kind of like when you don't have pads on, you don't really have as much protection for either people, either person, so it just it's it just gets gory, and I feel like it's a thing to see people get bloodied up. I think there's an art to fighting with uh, out gloves on because your hand will break if you hit wrong. I think you see ooh ooh. What was that an ins an ins uh inside kick to his uh, Cerrone's right? I didn't see it. I think he just slipped when he went for a kick. Okay. Ah <sighs> man. And we're like a minute, 10 seconds into the, to round four championship rounds. I'm surprised we're not seeing more leg kicks from Cowboy. I would be doing more leg kicks. I think leg kicks are such a like prevalent technique that needs to be utilized more. I know it's making a renaissance move right now with everybody from uh, Jackson Winklejohn. I know Stephen Thompson just came out and said, fuck that because that fucked up my knee facing Darren Till who kept doing it. But you know what? It's super effective, and if you want to keep claiming that MMA is some kind of, some kind of, like showcase of effective martial arts, then you need to keep it. Because you take out all the other effective things. If you take out small wrist joint, small joint locks, like wrist locks, eye pokes, you take out that kind of stuff. Then I mean, hey, you're gonna have to, gonna have to allow something. Although, keep in mind the second. The second it turn, the second you have something like this, it's a sport. The second there's a ref in there, it's a sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you always have to keep that in mind. I can't tell if Leon's just not pulling the trigger now, or if he's just trying to wait for like some kind of perfect moment. He keeps just jumping out. This round, he's not really jumping in. See that? Another. Yeah. Another kick. And by Cowboy and Edward just steps out. Oh, man. I hate seeing Cowboy like this. Taking nothing away from Edwards. Definitely an awesome showcase of the new young talent coming up. But, I mean, come on, man. It's Cowboy. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, if you, if you think about the last maybe four years, you know, four and a half years, like, all the people we've seen, probably the six years or whatever you and I have been, you know, watching UFC events together. Like 
think about who's really left on like the, within the top ten. You know, everyone's retired. There's or, some, I mean, there's some names, but they're falling. Yeah, like they're they're not doing well. And this was an, actually another article I wrote. This is, I think, one of the more recent articles I wrote on my uh, on the takedowns to breakdowns dot wordpress dot com mm-hmm. site. Here we go, cowboy getting a takedown. Cowboy on top. Let's see some jujitsu. Or finding out like fighters you did look up to were only good due to certain supplements, <laughs> you know, which are now banned. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there was a fighter I liked that was re- ooh, that was really a uh, cowboy looks tired. I don't think there was a a fighter that I really like rooted for that was apparently under the PED stuff since USADA came in, but. No, I, I was talking about how, like, you know what? It's it's the generational change. It's it's happening. We're watching it now. It's happening in almost every weight division. Yep. And at, ooh, ooh. at Cowboy to the mix. Imagine if Cowboy knocked him out in, like, the fifth round <laughs> after all this shit. Teep kick misses. Come on, cowboy. Leg kick. There you go. There you go. Let's see some leg kicks. That's what I would have done. I would have done. Not as cowboy, but as a coach. Second round, I would have said, look, he's too fast. He's outmaneuvering you. He's circling out. He's able to jump right back out. You can't catch him. Take out his legs. He keeps stepping his leg in to bait you in to strike. Stop going up high. Take out his legs. Slow him down. I don't want to see him moving as much. Just chop at those legs, chop at those legs. And that that accumulates to this round, round four. He wouldn't be moving as much. And then you would say, okay, the legs hurt. Let's keep fake. Now let's start faking the leg and going high. Because that leg's going to be shredded. It's going to hurt. Fake the low kick, come in high. Fake low, switch high. You know, chamber low, release high. Come in with some hooks high. Just, you know, now that he's thinking about the bottom, let's hit the top. Yeah. What happened is that right now, Leon's done such a good job of baiting Cowboy into an ex- into exchanges, small exchanges. Hey, I'm here. You want to hit me? Nope, I'm out. Hey, I'm here. You want to catch me? Hey, I escaped. Hey, my head's right here. You can hit it. Hey, no. Hey, we're going to exchange. And you're, maybe you'll get me. No, you won't. So it's all these little, little exchanges that Cowboy keeps biting on of just, no, I can, I can catch him. I can catch him. I can do this. I can catch him. And it's not like you can see Cowboy's face. Like he kind of gets it. He's like, fuck, this is the situation. Fuck. Like I'm not catching him. And I think he knew that in round three or four where it's yeah. like, I'm not catching him. And that's when he started doing the takedowns. He's like, I can't catch him in the striking. I got to slow him down somehow. But this, the thing with wrestling, the thing with grappling, the thing with all that to me is that it takes out so much energy. And if you're listening to this and you've never done it, you don't even have to go to a class if you really wanted to. If you just lay on the ground and have your friend lay on top of you and you had to get that person off of you without even striking, just yep. get this person off of you, you're going to get super tired. And it's imagine doing it for an entire round, five minutes. Yeah. You know, there are times where the round starts and bam, they take it to the ground and that's it. Just the guy on his his or her back, you know, just trying to. F- and you see how tired they get. They yeah, get, they get fucking exhausted, yeah. and it's 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 exhausting. And I feel like to think that you could grapple to take away the gas tank 
that late in the round like that late in the fight is yeah. is you can't do it you got to do it sooner you either got to start initiating the the grappling stuff immediately round one round two or you got to do like i said before you got to take out the leg you got to accumulate that damage yeah you got to invest it's investment right take out the leg slows the person down and all of a sudden because it hurts like a motherfucker you got to start considering and being concerned with the low kicks that opens up the top that opens up the head opens up the body you wouldn't do do leg kicks and then just do that strictly to set up a takedown, right? Mm-hmm. You could, but their hands and their defense is already thinking about stopping the low. So the hands are already lowered for an underhook. The hands are already, are already lowered for a block. There's another leg kick. There we go. Uh, now, no audio. So for all I know, Mikey and I are completely wrong, and the corner's been telling him the whole time, Low kick, low kick, leg kick, leg kick, leg kick <laughs> for this entire fight, and we're just here bitching about it because we don't know. But that's what I would have been saying. I would have been saying, "Look, man, we gotta, we gotta get leg kicks in." And Shoney has enough of a Muay Thai background that that's that's his thing. He could he could be doing it a lot more. See, what he's doing? What is he doing all around? Light kicks. Yep. Too little, too late. Now Leanne wants to play the oh that doesn't hurt. I can hit you in the legs too, kind of game. That's and that's a that's a weird mind game. I mean, I get it, but it's like when people get clipped, they like do a high block and they eat a massive roundhouse kick. And like they shake their head like, nope, my brain's not rattled at all. I swear, like. My wrist and forearm blocked your entire right leg's impact, and I don't feel it. It's like, no, you fucking... <laughs> you, that went through your guard. That clearly went through your guard. See, he went too high. He went for the body. Should have just stayed to the leg. Edwards ca- caught it and tried to take him down. Yep. And if you're in Edwards' corner, you say, keep doing it. He doesn't want to take you down. He doesn't want to go for your legs. He just wants you to hit him in the face, and you're doing that great. Keep doing, Keep going, champ. You got this. Like, yeah. There's no threat. Cowboy hasn't adjusted to threaten. So just keep doing it. Right? Like there's nothing There's nothing that's been a thing. Oh, what's he going to do? He's going to give, he's going to go for a lazy clinch because he can't go for a takedown. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're fucking him up in the clinch. Keep throwing your elbows and keep throwing your knees. Right? Like. Like at, at at some point you can just be like, so do you want to get pizza after the fight, or like what do you want to do? Like, oh here we go, cowboy finally took him down. We're finally on the ground. Cowboy's got amazing. It's like watching a sacrificial lamb at slaughter. Yeah right. Holy shit! Come on, cowboy. Come on, buddy. Let go of the waist. Let go of the waist. You're not doing anything, just holding there. You're not on top of him to tire him out. You gotta just, you gotta be scrambling to get more. You gotta be scrambling to get better. See, now he's gonna get just up. Just about a minute left. Yeah. Well, Cowboy's round. tired. If Cowboy was sick, he's probably de- was dehydrated all night. He's throwing up and shitting himself, and now he's here trying to fight. Yeah. Dude's a fucking monster, but. Sometimes it's not your night. Yeah, you notice how Edwards really hasn't had to change his strategy all fight? Yeah, no. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's doing leg kicks all, all, all around. All around. Now he wants to do leg kicks. Round five. Well, maybe I'll slow him down if I go for leg kicks. Fucking. See, see, Cowboy wants to throw down right now. He wants to just stand in the middle and just bang. He's just like, fuck it. Let's go. I want to just end this. It's over. Let's just fucking swing. And it's over. Fucking A. Wow. <sighs> Fucking cowboy. God damn it, dude. Good for Leon Edwards. Right? I mean, good on him. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. We have reviewed live. <laughs> <laughs> Usually when we watch it, when it's just Mikey and I and there's no microphones, usually there's maybe some alcohol involved, maybe some food. Room with like 60 other people. Who just keep saying, hit him! Just kick him in the face! Yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, well, I'm not surprised by OSP. I'm th- thinking about it in retrospect now that I saw the fight. I'm not that surprised about I either, but uh, I was I was pulling for Jesse pretty hard. Um kind of surprised by cowboy but you know what i i it's it's hard to change your instincts as a fighter yeah and i think that's it and i think that's a that's what a lot of a lot of training is i think a lot of training is trying to break the bad habits and the and the and the instincts of how people react in situations right like getting somebody to slip a punch takes a a long time instead of cowering or like backing up saying no step in to the left and throw at the same time when so, oh, when you see a punch coming. That's super fucking hard. Like that's yep. not an easy technique to do. That's not standard. Well, it's like look at Ronda Rousey, right? I mean, as soon as Holly Holmes was like, "Oh yeah, well, here's for all the strikers. This is all you have to do." And uh now she's with WWE, yeah. retired from UFC, yeah. so. That's a, that's another thing. That's a whole other story of uh I wish I I wish she was at TriStar. I wish she was with Jackson Winkle, John, I wish you, you think was, it was the coaching. Oh, that absolutely. Was a huge influence? Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to have you hit focus, focus mitts and the heavy bag for a fucking training and then just do your normal like Olympic workout. Like fucking yeah. that's not how you know. Yeah. No. Granted, was I there? No. So I don't know what her fucking camp was like, but seeing the lack of progression, which is the sign of a bad camp. In my opinion, nothing against Duke Rufus amazing amazing striker literally a hall of fame striker bloodline it's in his family right his brother was also incredibly good but i don't like seeing anthony pettis stagnate and i don't think it's maybe duke rufus's fault for all i know duke rufus keeps telling him like hey you gotta do this hey you gotta do that and pettis is like okay okay and then fight night comes he doesn't do it because it's not on the coach coach isn't playing the video game the fighter is right you know the coach can say it all the time there's fights we've seen where the coach is like the corner's like what are you doing we didn't work on this at all that happened with eddie alvarez versus conor mcgregor Mm. after the first round they're like okay let's not do that again why did you do that our game plan is to is to get this dirty take him down let's tire him out on top in the corners let's go let's go like stop throwing why are you trying to throw with him he's beating you in the exchanges He's he's stronger and he's he's faster and he's got better reach when it comes to striking. Yeah. Stop playing his game. He's sucking you into it. Let's see these takedowns. Didn't do it. And what happened? Conor McGregor just fucking toyed with him. Hands behind his back. 
knocked him out with fucking nasty ass combos. Yeah. And that was that. So it's like, can't get too mad at the coach, can't get too mad at the fighter, but you can get mad at the overall situation of lack of evolution, which I think is like paramount to a fighter being able to stay relevant on top. But anyways, I'm sleepy. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, overall, I, th- I think it was a great card, though. Very, a lot of action. Yeah. A lot of action. Um, You could tell people were going for the finishes. Nobody was really playing it safe. Yep. Overall, very good, very good. But, um, yeah. All right, cool. Everybody, watch John Wick. Watch John Wick 2. Yes. Um, Go into a dojo of any art. Give it a try. Have some fun with it. Yeah, most places will give you, you know, let you try out for free. Maybe do a class or a week for free. Yeah. Try it out. Try it out. It's worth it. And uh, all right. Cool. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.